This is Alien. You are with Sigourney Weaver aboard the starship Nostromo. Something has gone wrong. One by one, the crew has vanished, and somewhere in the ship, a terrifying creature waits to claim its next victim. Warning! Stay in your vehicle. The area you are entering is extremely dangerous. Proceed with caution. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Multiverse Movie Podcast. I'm your host, Dean Holtzapple. With me, as always, is George Rogers. And if you didn't guess, if you didn't un- guess with that intro from the original voiceover from Walt Disney's great movie ride at MGM Studios, we're doing Alien for part two of the 666 Weeks of Horror. Yes. I'm proud of myself for that one. That was good. I, we, was were, nice. we were watching it. I was like, that's a perfect lead-in for this movie. It's a great lead-in. Yeah, Chris, can you smell it? Can you smell the Nostromo as you're as you're uh, hearing this? Good, that's my fart. It's not the Nostromo who smells; it's the KY that was leaking out of the alien's face. Because they <laughs> oh, use oh. they use copious amounts yeah, of I, KY I, for the saliva. So does Chris's boyfriend when he's <laughs> fucking tearing up his a hole. Or <laughs> <Poor> gravy. <laughs> All right, um, but anyway, we are we're, we're doing the 1979 science fiction horror classic. Alien, uh, Ridley Scott's second movie of his career. His sophomore attempt, as they yeah. say. Uh, and, and, you know, this is this is a movie that's widely regarded as, you know, one of the greatest films ever made. Um, you know, I firmly believe that as well. I've always loved this movie, uh, you know, from for being a, a wee little Dean. Um, but, uh, yeah. A wee little fella? Yeah, a little guy. So, I, the question... I mean, obviously, neither of us saw this movie in theaters, but George, when did you first see this movie? It came out six years before I was born, yeah, so, it that was, was, uh, so that wasn't happening. Yeah, it was uh, It was eight years before yeah, I was born. So, uh, clearly, that didn't happen. I mean, I saw this as a as a, as a youngin, mm-hmm. as, a, as a little guy. Not too long. I think I was probably like 10 or so when I mm-hmm. saw it, but I mean, it was just... A, it was just blowing me away by how much they did with the movie by also was showing us absolutely nothing. Pretty much, yeah. You only, you only got a handful of scenes with the actual xenomorph in it, so... Yeah. Um, Where you actually see, like, a full... You know, you see him in all of his... That's right, yeah. Uh, Regal glory, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. if you will. <clears throat> uh, this is this is a perfect example of a movie, uh, you know, of mood and atmosphere and, you know, suspense and, you know, kind of the unknown. And, you know, they, as they say, in space, no one will hear you scream. Yeah. Or no one can hear you scream. No one can hear you scream. But before we get into the actual movie... So if you scream in space and no one's around to hear it, are you screaming? Well, if a bear shits in the woods and nobody sees it, do you smell it? <laughs> I think I fucked it up. I meant to say if a tree falls <laughs> in the woods. <laughs> uh, well, if he does shit in the woods, there's a very good chance I'll smell it if I'm in the woods. So... And um, where? <laughs> <laughs> so, to answer your question, five. Yeah, okay, cool. Appreciate that. Um... Uh, but, uh, you know, I was also very young when I first saw this movie, probably because, you know, I have been going to Disney World since officially since 1990. So I was three years old and, you know, as you ride the great movie ride, like this was always this, this scene in the great movie ride was always one of the ones that stuck with me. It had a distinct smell to it, you know, and they captured alien really well so of course you know my dad didn't treat me like a pussy i got to watch everything i wanted to as a kid you know what i mean so um i wasn't really shielded by anything so um 
so I mean, let's let's uh, let's let's get it. I was gonna say something beforehand about something to do with the something about something something about the Alien franchise, but I I'm I'm drawing a blank. So if it pops into my head, we'll we'll talk about it at some point. But let's um let's just get right into in, into the movie. Um, so uh, Alien released uh, in May twenty fifth, nineteen seventy nine. Uh, in the United States, uh, actually, we're not far off from the uh, UK premiere. Actually, it was September sixth, nineteen seventy nine. So, mm. <clears throat> so uh, on a budget of eleven million dollars, eleven million, and a box office intake of uh, what says here one hundred eighty four point seven million. Let me. I uh, wonder if that's if there's been any re releases. Failure. Dead brand. Yep. 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 No, that's barely made its money back. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it looks like it's, yeah, whatever. <laughs> uh, directed by Ridley Scott, uh, screenplay by Dan O'Bannon, story by Dan O'Bannon and Ronald Shusett, mm-hmm. uh, produced by Gordon Carroll, David Geiler, Walter Hill, music by Jerry Goldsmith, uh, starring Tom Skerritt, Sigourney Weaver, Veronica Cartwright, Harry Dean Stanton, John Hurt, Ian Holm, and Yafet Koto. Well, Dan, I'm sort of looking at my, uh, I got my notes here as I'm looking at it. And <clears throat> it says $184 million mm-hmm. at the box office, but actually in 1979, it grossed $80 million at the box office. Okay. But, <clears throat> which was still, I mean. It's still a lot for an $11 million. Movies weren't there. making that mm-hmm. back then. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, even at $80 million, it was still the sixth highest grossing movie of 1979. Mm-hmm. Um, behind uh, some notable other ones as well. 79? 79, yeah. Um, well, I believe we got a bomb movie in 79, did we not? We did. We got Moonraker. Moonraker, yeah. yeah. Um, 79's an obtuse year for me in movies. Go ahead, uh, go ahead, tell me the rest. Uh, tell us the rest. Well, if I'm going down for, if I go from 10 to 1, okay. um, uh, the Muppet movie was number oh. 10, uh, Moonraker was 9, mm-hmm. The Jerk was 8. The Jerk is that old? The Jerk is that old. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. Still, great movie still holds up to great me. movie uh, 10 the the movie 10 was 7 mm-hmm. uh, Alien was 6 obviously number 5 was Star Trek the motion picture uh, number 4 was Apocalypse Now one of the 10,000 fucking releases <laughs> it got number 3 was Rocky 2 number 2 was the Amityville Horror was number 1 Staying Alive no or Saturday Night Fever no Saturday Night Fever came out in 77 so no it's not Night Fever that's not a thing that's the name of a song. Number one was Kramer versus Kramer. Oh, okay. So classic seventies flick. I prefer Kramer versus Predator myself. I prefer. Uh, I'm a big fan of that one. Yeah, that was a good one. Yeah, yeah. So, <coughs> yeah. That's oh, it, everybody. Oh, okay. Alien. I guess you should also say that a lot of the set design in the Alien was uh, also uh, created by H.R. Geiger or Geiger. Better. Oh, you're the right teacher. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. I need more tubes. Welcome to I need more tubes. Need more wire. This needs to be more wet. <laughs> I want this to look like a nightmare that you would have in space. That's I, once again. That's not even close to how he sounds. We're not far off though. We're we're we're, we're yeah. We're right there. Yeah. We're right there. So I mean, it's this is a cast of seven people. Yeah. Eight, if you include the, the uh, gentleman who played the alien, the gentleman who was inside, uh, which was the, um, uh, a Bala- Balaji, 
uh, Badeo, I believe was how it, I believe it's how his name is pronounced. Right. Uh, I guess maybe nine if you want to count Jonesy the cat, and then ten if you want to count Helen Horton, who was the voice of mother. Nope, nothing. But oh, Helen got? Horton's granddaughter is Lily James. Oh, good for her. You know me and Lily James. I do know you and Lily James. <clears throat> nothing uh, physical, of course, but definitely everything mental. Mm-hmm. What? Small little group. I mean, this. I mean, it's this kind of gets lost in the shuffle when people always talk about great horror movies, because you which look, it shouldn't, because it's yeah. one of the best of all time. It is, but it's got more horror elements than it does like science fiction action mm-hmm. elements. I mean, yes, it is a it is at bare bones a sci fi movie, but at its core, the the general tone of the movie, it's a horror movie. That's why we included it with mm-hmm. the 666 Weeks of Horror mm-hmm. because... Yeah, it's science fiction horror. It's sci- yeah, sci- science fiction horror. Unlike its uh, successor, Aliens, which is more sci-fi action. Yeah. There's no real horror element to that if you count the fact that uh, Stan Winston was behind the aliens in that movie and purposely went out of his way to make them look just fucking... I'm going to watch Aliens when I beastly. get I don't think just I want to watch fucking, something that I came. Just fucking massive. Uh, John Hurt, Sir John Hurt, I should say, got nominated for a BAFTA for Kane. Good for him. I mean, this movie got all he, he was He was in this movie all of, like, 15 fucking minutes and had, like, four speaking lines. And one of them was, oh, no, not again. <laughs> yes. <laughs> ah! Ah! <laughs> yeah. That was, yeah. That, that, that was four out of the six. Three times it drops. <laughs> <laughs> and he also had the greatest fall in history when he yeah just sort of sort of slipped off that walkway. It's like mm-hmm. oh, I lost my balance. It's like it looks like you climbed down. Yeah, it's like oh, I slipped. <coughs> but this was <coughs> um, <Excuse me. coughs> this did win an Oscar for best visual effects. True. Also won three Saturn Awards uh, for best science fiction film, best direction for uh, Ridley Scott, and best supporting actress for Veronica Cartwright. Mm. So, I mean, it's they it's it's science fiction, it's horror, it's got all the elements. I've always seen it more as horror, just because of the fact it's it's a, a small it's a small group of people being picked off one by one by essentially a seldom seen force, mm-hmm. if mm-hmm. you will. What's what's even crazier about the fact that if you think about the cast too. Of it's, this, it's a fucking. It's it's, it's a, a stellar cast. It's a bonkers you cast. Know? I mean, maybe they might not have been stellar in 1979, you know. But they have, you know. I mean, Sigourney Weaver is known because of this movie. This is the movie, and of course, obviously, Aliens seven years later, and a few others. But this is the and movie. Go, and Ghostbusters, <clears throat> five Ghostbusters, years later. you know. So like, but this is the movie that kind of put her on the map. Yeah. John Hurt is one of, is regarded as one of the greatest actors of all time. Mm-hmm. And Tom Skerritt is a Tom, legend in his own right. Tom Skerritt's legendary. Yafet Kodo. Yeah, uh, also him. Harry Dean Stanton. A, yeah. a lot of critics call Harry Dean Stanton one of the greatest actors of all time. The definition of a working man's actor. Yes. Is what would be Harry, worked, Harry, yeah. Harry Dean Stanton. I mean, just everybody in this movie. I mean, we just they, they, they have credentials for fucking days. Mm-hmm. And like in 79, they were... Even Veronica Cartwright has had a, a yeah, pretty she's had a solid very, career. And as you said when we were watching, she's one of three people still alive from this main mm-hmm. cast. Yeah, her, 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 her Tom Scarrett and, and Sigourney. Yeah. 
Sweet. Except for Tom, Tom, uh, Tom's character can't remember the character he played in Top Gun. <laughs> Easy. He's like 90. I know, I know. I, I, I don't even remember the character I played in Top Gun. You were... You were... Sarge. Celery. <laughs> I, I, was, I was Sarge over there. <laughs> don't, don't put that game on while we're recording. No, 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 no. I was just stopping it from doing the thing. Fucking... Piss me off. Anyway. So, essentially, at, at its... At its core, the the entire concept of the movie is just uh, there are commercial uh, a commercial space. Did I see Ian Holm? I said Ian Holm. Okay. Well, no, I don't think you said Ian Holm. No. Well, no. well, now you did. I should have been because I read down the list, yeah. but well, now you did. Um, Ian Holm is in this. If I Ian if Holm. I missed it, but you again, have another before, another great actor. Yeah. Yeah. Loved him in the Fifth Element. Didn't you though? You loved him more as Bobo Baggins. He was correct. Thank you. Was I? You are. Yeah. Okay. Essentially, they're, they're, they're just a, a space crew that uh, they're basically on their way home, but um, as per directions <clears throat> from the company that they work for, which is the, I think, as you said, at this point, they were the Whalen Corporation. I be- yeah, they I be- were not Whalen Utani be- yet. Yeah, because I believe they say in Aliens that they'd been, they were bought out by the Utani Corporation. Because mm-hmm. I think it was it was like Whalen Enterprises, and then they were bought at, <clears throat> and merged with the Utani Corporation. That's when right. it became Whalen Utani. Right. Hey, for those of you yeah. who don't know, they're actually this is actually the original shared universe of movies mm-hmm. because this Predator, Blade Runner, um, and there's there's another random movie franchise that actually fits into it, this franchise. They're all part of that same universe, yeah, they're, and they're all linked by Whalen Utani. Yeah, yeah. So, and obviously. Eventually, Predator and Aliens, they cross paths, you know, eventually. But, yeah. Um, I really wish we'd get that movie because I always feel like the uh, the war was actually between the engineers and the Predators. And the engineers created the aliens to take out the Predators. But we haven't gotten that far yet in what, whatever the fuck really Scott was doing with the two prequel films <laughs> that he tried to make. But God, God only knows. Yeah, I mean... We I might don't ev- even know if he knows. We might eventually do those because... Are we both, I, I really like Prometheus, and George is really enjoys Covenant, so I wouldn't be against doing those eventually, but we'll, I don't even know if we're going to do all the Aliens movies. We're definitely going to do two. I don't know. Maybe, three, three's maybe, okay. Maybe three. Three's okay. But definitely not four. What movie? Resurrection. Excuse me? I think you remember. It's the one with um, Sigourney Weaver, and she faces Aliens. Thanks. Yeah. So. Thanks. We still got to do Predator 2. No, we don't. Predator to uh, <laughs> Predator takes Manhattan. Yeah, <laughs> that's the way I'm doing it. Predator takes Manhattan. <laughs> if we call I it like that, Predator Two, yeah, Predator takes Manhattan. That's what we're going with. Although probably fucking, fucking do it. Probably Brooklyn. Are they in Manhattan in that movie? That might have been Brooklyn. I don't know. Ah, who gives a shit? I got, I got, I got to work anymore. But so, the company is instructed in case any distress signals show up, they have to go investigate. Um, and obviously, people don't want it. They just want to get home. Mm-hmm. But it's like, yeah, well, you, you kind of have to ask for ship's orders. Dallas is the captain. He says you do it. You, you kind of got to do it. Uh, so while they're searching on this moon, which was that, LV-427? It's uh, uh, LV-223. LV-223. 427, I believe, was the one in Aliens. Correct. That's right. Now, now I don't... Dude, I don't fucking remember. There's so much. So many fucking. fucking yeah. There's so much. They shit. don't mention it here. It's not mentioned until like later movies where they were. So it's kind of hard to remember everything. 
And then we didn't watch all the Aliens movies, just the one for right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, while while investigating, yes, they, for uh, four two six was Aliens. Okay. Yeah. Now yeah, we're up. Where did I get four two seven from? Then you were close though. Not making mm-hmm. shit up. Most most of this podcast is just me making things up mm-hmm. as I go along. Mm-hmm. I just have to be right sometimes. Um, but we also kind of get the first look at the engineers. <clears throat> mm-hmm. So in the chair, in, in, in the chair, mm-hmm. which is just a, a, a giant being, as we as we know in Prometheus and in Covenant, they created the aliens uh, or, or the xenomorphs, so to speak. So we kind of get the we kind of get the first look at them, and it's more of that of that of that set display by Geiger that's just mm-hmm. insane. Like this, dude, it was like this dude was like, "Hey, did you say nightmare and space?" So I've said this before. I've said it a million times. Nothing beats the futuristic prediction of like that late se- late seventies to like. The 80s, how they depicted the future would eventually become. I love that motif. 2001, A Space Odyssey, Alien, Aliens, Blade Runner. I just love the way the future <clears throat> was expected to look like. Yeah. You know, in those, that movie, those movies in that, like, you know, that 10-ish period that it would always, I don't know, I just love it. I think Basically just how the 80s thought the future was going to be. Pretty much, yeah. I mean, if you even look at all like like RoboCop, like Detroit. Mm-hmm. I mean, granted, that's probably the most realistic because Detroit yeah. looks like that now, and Detroit. In fact, Detroit's looked like that since the '80s. So all they did was just like added a through, added a few skyscrapers. Like, ah, hey, here we go, close enough. Yeah. Uh, so while Ooh, investigating sweet. this, uh, this, this uh, derelict alien ship, as you will, um, Kane goes down to this lower deck and he sees a bunch of eggs now naturally as you said you're like the second i see eggs i'm getting the fuck out of yeah here. i'm not like, staying no, around i'm not staying around and see what the fuck hatches out of here but white people gonna white people so mm-hmm. you know there's let's just get our faces as close to a hatched egg as possible and see what happens and then we see what happens face hugger leaps out latches onto cane melts through the the, the helmet on a spacesuit correct <clears throat> and you know they got him in stasis and for like the minute they get back you can tell something's up with ash because he's just they're like well we have to remove it. he's like no soldier that was the other random movie that takes place in in the Great. universe Great. sorry i looked it up Thanks. but yeah that was the other one that ta- that that uh takes randomly in in the universe but you can see from the jump ash they're, they're, there's something up with him he doesn't want to damage the other like well we have to remove it to save kane he's like no we now let's just it's feeding him oxygen it's keeping him alive so let's just let's let it be let's just let it be uh, then, what's up apparently you? also serenity slash fireflies as well is it really yeah appa- apparently there is a uh the, the one of the uh there is a hud one of the weapons aboard the spaceship serenity and it on it it says whaling yutani corporation okay cool Eventually, the facehugger finishes um, impregnating Kane, mm-hmm. so to speak. Detaches itself, dies because it's done. Yeah. And Kane just kind of wakes up later on. Yeah, hey, all is right with the world. Mm-hmm. He doesn't remember too much of it, but you know he's like, "Ah, oh, I'm hungry. Can we get something to eat before we get back in the uh, freezer?" And you know, hey, they sit around and they're having a good old meal. 
Nothing bad happens. Nothing. Nope. Okay, just it, that's that, the end yeah, of the movie right there. That's it. You know, they you know, they, they they have a nice meal. They, uh, I think they sing a couple songs and then they go into stasis and that's it. That's the end of the movie. It turns out the alien was us all along. Something to think about. Thank you. I'm lying once again. That's not what happens. Instead, we get probably one of the most famous scenes in movie history. Which is the chest not, not person. Not even horror history. Mm, movie movie history, history in general. Like, to me, I put this up there with... Not even, not even just horror, but obviously I think when like this and the... When... In the thing... When what's his face when it's pulling what's his face's head off? Obviously, it's the thing. Norris, that, yeah. Norris's head off. Those are iconic. They're iconic scenes in movie yeah, history. I, that's imagery. Right so, there, yeah. like, yeah, and I think this everybody knows this scene. Everybody yeah. knows the chest burster scene. Yeah. from this movie. You no, know, Kane's coughing. You know, he's you know they got him on the table. He's thrashing around. All of a sudden, just blood just spurts out of his chest, and then the it just bursts fucking through. Veronica Cartwright gets covered in fucking fake mm-hmm. blood, mm-hmm. and you know. The fucking monster comes out, puts on a little hat, sings "Hello, my baby, hello, my darling," and scatters away. <laughs> Which those of you who follow the Instagram, you'll notice the Michigan J Frog mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. picture that's up for the hint. Mm-hmm. I was not making a hint at Warner Brothers. I was making a hint at the fact of Spaceballs when they lampoon that scene with John Hurt. <clears throat> yeah, and the alien bursts out of his chest and does the dance and scurries away. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. that's. The, the scene in Spaceballs is just as iconic as this scene. I agree. Because for a lot of us, especially people our age, we probably saw Spaceballs first. It's, for some people, it's possible. Yeah. I saw Spaceballs before I saw Alien. <clears throat> so when the chestburst scene actually happened in Alien, and Alien didn't come out and sing and dance, I didn't know what was happening. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, this is a different type of movie. But it's, it is fucking iconic. And rumor is, and I think you've really Scott verified, None of the other members of the cast knew what was going to happen, hmm. so they had so like so they had no idea that the I mean they knew like John Hurt was going to fake a convulsion or whatever or was going to act a convulsion, but they didn't know that the alien was going to burst out of his chest. So like the look on their faces is actual like what the fuck yeah <laughs> like thinking way yeah. So the alien bursts out and escapes. And now it's running around the Nostromo yeah. And then it sheds its skin, Dean. Mm-hmm. And Harry Dean Stanton decides to continue to look for it. Where yeah. I would have been like... I'd be like, hey, no. now, uh, hey, skin, this thing molted. Um, fucking go. Yeah, out of here. Can we go? I'm done. So, you go find the fucking cat. I'm not, I'm, I'm sitting right here with everybody mm-hmm. else. I, 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 I ain't dicking around. Mm-hmm. But Harry Dean Stanton continues... Who let the cat run this giant ship, by the way? Fucking, I mean, it's a cat. You're not going to contain it. You know... And more than anybody, you can't tell a cat to yeah, not do that's something. True. That's true. You had a cat that would take the fucking lunch meat off of your sandwich. I did. Pull a pizza slice out of the box I was eating. What a guy. True true hero right there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's following the cat. You know, it's, and I love this scene. And spoiler, this is actually my favorite scene. I love the chest burster scene. <clears throat> but um, just Brett looking for Jonesy. There's... No music playing. No. There's nothing from the score. It is straight just the sounds of the ship and the water dripping down and Harry Dean Stanton calling for Jonesy and the cat meowing every now and then. Like, 
there is no it's it's straight atmosphere and ambiance and it's it's perfectly done and then eventually the fully grown alien uh, attacks brett takes his body runs off um and one by one everyone else just gets picked off so kane is already dead Mm -hmm. Uh, brett is now dead so now you're down to five now you're down to five people Dallas decides to go into vents and he gets well technically he gets kidnapped he doesn't get killed by the alien in a deleted scene Ridley actually Ridley Ridley Scott yeah Ridley Scott finds his body when he's walking around no Ripley actually finds him and he's and she actually puts him out of his misery because he may be a a host for another alien Mm -hmm. so she actually kills him but they cut the scene out of the movie because Tom Skerritt thought it kind of it didn't flow with Ripley trying to escape the ship. Mm. Like he felt it it impeded her progress. <clears throat> it was just kind of unnecessary. So they threw it. So they added in the DVD release later. But I've he, actually never seen the director's cut of this. I've only ever seen the, what would be considered the theatrical cut of the film. So I've, I've, I need to go back and watch the director. Because yeah. I've seen the director's... I think there's a director's cut of Aliens. I'm pretty sure I've yeah. seen that. But So now Dallas is gone. So now we're down to four. Mm-hmm. Ash, Ripley, Parker, who's Yafakoto, and Lambert, which is, which is Veronica Cartwright. And then Ash and Ripley access Mother. And then they find there's this whole thing where it's just get the... Get the organic life get the organic life form back to headquarters the crew is expendable and ash knows this and he freaks out we find out that ash is actually an android or a synthetic as they're called in later movies Mm -hmm. or a robot as parker called him he's a fucking robot and ash attacks ripley and tries to Killer by shoving a magazine down her throat, which you thought was a little odd. <laughs> you're like, oh, why? You sat here like, why is he trying to kill her by shoving a magazine in her mouth? I mean, I, I, I know, but I, I wanted to say it out loud to you, but like, yeah. like I never understood that like, that was the reason why. Like, he's like, oh, well, I mean, clearly he was also kind of malfunctioning as yeah. well. So, um, which is just, I mean, Ian Holmes acting in this movie. I was watching him a lot th- in this sitting. Just watching his manner mannerisms and the way he was like looking at people and stuff like that, and it's it's just fucking brilliant. Yeah, it's just his, his acting. Is like the site, like because he because as soon as they get that distress on, he's just like, well, we have to go investigate it. Like he knows, yeah, everything that's going. He's like, mm-hmm. yeah, well, we fucking gotta go. But Ripley from the jump, Ripley from the <clears> jump <throat> does not trust Ash at all. She's like, I don't know why you're. And she tells Dallas, I don't know why you're listening. He's like, well, he's a science officer. Anything science related automatically goes to him and he has the final say. Mm-hmm. So he's kind of has no choice <clears throat> but to kind of has no choice but to listen to what Ash says. But Ash gets destroyed by Parker, Ripley and and Lambert, but they reactivate Ash's head to which he then says that he was specifically designed to make sure that this creature survives cuz obviously Whalen you Whalen wants to use it for military purposes as per fucking usual. And then he does kind of laugh about their survival. He gets he gets dis- distracted, and Parker sets him on fire. Make sure he never comes back. So their their final course of action: self destruct the ship. We're gonna get the fuck out of here. 
no problems. Parker and Lambert get killed because Lambert just fucking stands there while the goddamn alien approaches him. Yeah, fucking dead Also, now, I think the alien in this movie looked better from the shadows. Yeah, because well, it was in, just a suit in this in, one. In, like, little glimpses, you know, here or there, maybe some close-up shots of the head. But when you actually see the full body of it, it doesn't look good at all. Yeah, I mean it's nineteen seventy nine. Yeah. It's, it's just it's just a guy in a suit, you know. Well, like, even like the guy with his arms out, it's just like ah, it's like I can I can tell this is a guy in a suit. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, th- those are the effects for seventy nine, but it looked a, it looks a lot better in shadows than when you actually see it, you know, on its own. But Parker is going to kill the alien, but fucking Lambert doesn't move. They both end up dying from it. Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't know. He's like, move. She's like, I can't. Yes, you can. You fucking can. Just move. Just just get the fuck out Out of the way. Out of the fucking way. She's like, no, I I wanted to kill me. Yeah, I guess guess so. I guess she just gave up. She's like, all right, well, I'll kill you then too. That's exactly what I would have done. Fuck out of here with that shit. Um, Poor fucking Jonesy the cat, I'm Mm going to say. Yes, he survived the movie, but what injuries does that fucking cat have? As we saw, he was kind of thrown in the cat carrier, and then she's swinging that shit around it's getting fucking jostled that poor cat I'm surprised the cat didn't come out with fucking one eye looking one way and one eye looking the other way and started mooing because he's all sorts of brain damage mm-hmm. he's a real hero this movie I agree fuck you Ripley you're nothing Jesus Ripley ends up evacuating the ship but guess but guess who stowed away you're not you're never gonna guess um is it Roy Batty you're close. It was the alien. Oh, okay. <laughs> I figured that was the connection. <laughs> that, 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 that's it. That's it. He gets on and does his, uh, he does his, does uh, his tears crying, to, yeah. does his tears falling into rain bullshit mm-hmm. from Blade Runner. Uh, <laughs> but the, the xenomorph stows away on the ship. Ripley's like, get away from her, you bitch. Puts on the giant, uh, different movie. Uh, says that's, get a, that's the next one. Says get away from her, you bitch, and activates the airlock. Shoots it out, but it uh, with a what's a harpoon gun, grapple gun. Yeah, something along that. Batman's grapple gun. Yeah, that's it. The the door ends up closing on the gun while it's still tethered. So the alien ends up kind of behind the thrusters, and she just turns on the thrusters and incinerates him. End of movie. And it's a shame that they're making any more alien movies after this. That was it. Talking about the, yeah. se- the sequel is arguably better than the first one. You're right. Alien Three is better than the first All right, one. Fuck you. Before we get into that, what remember how I said Soldier was tied into Blade Runner? Did you lie? No, I didn't. Oh. So there are two. There are two uh, things that tie it to Blade Runner. Dot Schaefer. You see a spinner in the background in one of, in part of the movie. Uh, it's it's. Um, in the wreckage on the junk mm-hmm. planet in the film that Kurt Russell, mm-hmm. uh, they, they showed it at one point. And then Kurt Russell's character had mentioned uh, that he had fought in bat- in the battles referenced by Roy Batty in Blade Runner, which is the shoulder of Orion and Tannhauser Gate. Okay. So. All right. So that's a that's quite yeah. the expansion of the universe. Even, even uh, uh, David Peoples, who wrote Soldier and he co-wrote Blade Runner, considered Soldier, Soldier to be a spinoff side pull. Like spiritual successor to Blade Runner. Okay, I haven't seen Soldier in years. I should watch it again. It's not bad. Yeah, it's not bad. Either. So, so in in turn, it exists in the Alien Predator yeah. universe. Let's let's touch real quick. What do you got for me? Um, on the Alien franchise as a whole. Okay. Because 
I mean, we both love this movie. We both love Aliens. Mm. And I feel like it was just kind of all downhill from there. You know, there. I, sh- I should really rank all the movies in this universe. Or at least in the Alien, the Alien proper movies, you know. It was something for the Letterboxd. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I've never actually thought of doing it. So we got, what's, what's your question? Why do you think the sequels, like, mm. I'm, not, I'm not talking about Aliens. I'm talking Alien 3. I'm talking Resurrection. Um, Prometheus, Covenant. Would you consider <clears throat> Alien vs. Predator as well? Sure. We'll throw them in, too. I, like I've said before, unfortunately, I've actually never sat through both yeah. of those. There's not a whole they lot. They looked really awful, there. so why would I see them? Yeah. Like, why do you think those movies kind of couldn't live up to where Alien and Aliens hit? Uh, well, I think Aliens 3 has grown to have, like, a cult following, and I think it's been grown to be appreciated since it's come out. Um, I think it probably, it's not the movie that anybody wanted, though. Uh, again, the original concept of Aliens 3 was supposed to be completely different. Yeah. And then they changed it. So... It's not a bad film, but it's it's not a great movie either. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, I just I just think that you know as as time goes on, and you kind of move away. Like, listen, with Alien and Aliens, you got Ridley Scott, who I mean, obviously early in his career, right? Mm-hmm. Still one of the greatest filmmakers of all time. You know, so many great movies he's made, and then you follow up a sequel made by John by Jim Cameron, John uh, James, James Cameron. Cameron. Um. An, again, another visionary director, one of the greatest directors ever to mankind. You know, course, he's, at course. this point, he you know he's off a of Terminator. Did he do the Abyss before Aliens? No, the Abyss, Abyss was eighty seven. The was Abyss was eighty nine. Uh, eighty nine. Okay, so Aliens was eighty six. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, you got one two punch, and even then, Aliens three is David Fincher, who is another really good. Again, Aliens 3 is not an awful movie. Yeah. It's just not as good as the first two. But then, like, Resurrection is just a piece of shit. Oh, well, do you know why Resurrection is a piece of shit? Do you want, <sighs> do you want to take a guess who the writer was for was Alien it Resurrection? Abrams? No, but you're close. Another another hack. Akiva Goldsman? No. Who? Another hack that you hate. Who? Your boy, Joss Whedon. Joss Whedon wrote Alien Resurrection. I hate Joss Whedon for other reasons. I still like the Avengers. <laughs> but, um... Yeah, I mean, Resurrection is just not a very good film. I Prometheus... I thought Prometheus was the best Alien film since so I haven't seen three in, in so long, I would say it's at least the best one since three. But if I go back and watch three, I might have to. It would depend, you know what I mean. Um, Covenant, I you know I didn't like Covenant, but I'll review it if we if we if we want to if we want to do it. Mm-hmm. I don't have a problem reviewing it because um, it does have stuff I like about it. But I just think it kind of lost the plot a little bit. You know, it kind of just kind of deviated as you've you've gone farther away from Ridley Scott or even just James Cameron. Mm-hmm. You've just gotten farther away from, like, what, you know... Obviously, this was a horror movie, so, like, yeah. the sequel is clearly going to be, like, oh, shit, it, it, like, we got to go, you know... Let's just say you were going in blind, mm-hmm. and you had solved the first Aliens, and obviously, you're, like, uh, 
Ripley's back and stuff like that, and and the cat, you know, Jonesy's back. Obviously, it's probably a different cat, but I'm just saying, like, you know, the, you know, Jonesy's, you know, because they were both in, they were first in the carbonite together. Yeah, uh, <laughs> sure. But you know, obviously now, you know, I think I think uh, chronologically, I think Aliens takes place seventy four years Some, after Alien, something like because she actually was lost in space. Um, which is why she was so distraught Lost when she found out that her, you know, her her daughter had died and stuff like that because yeah. she didn't she wasn't realizing that she was gone for seventy fucking years. Yeah. So, um, you know, you you would realize like, oh fuck, they're you know they're gonna go to this you know was LV four two six and at Hadley's Hope and oh there it's the Xenomorphs again but this time instead of being like so, oh shit we gotta and, escape and, it's like fuck it we're gonna blow these motherfuckers up you know what I mean like. So, but also escape. Yeah, because but it's, now but it, because now there's more than one. Yeah, but now hence, yeah. hence the plural name, aliens. Yeah, that I, means there's two. I see what you did there. Yeah. But but why do you think? Why do you think it's just kind of being a consistent like? I wouldn't say it's like a drop off. I don't think it's like like some movie franchises. You get to like a third movie and it's like the worst thing in the world. Mm-hmm. I think it's just been like you had Alien to Aliens, which are pretty on par with each other, and then like it just starts to gradually get worse. And then yeah. I think it kind of picked up a little bit with the with i guess you could say this prequel duology because they haven't done the third movie yet that 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 scott wanted to do so which i don't think is happening because it's not even something that's it's going to be like uh it's going to be like gladiator too every time somebody asks him about it, he's like well you know after it's i do next, this after i do this napoleon yeah, movie i'll, I'll get after to the it. next movie i'm doing yeah i'll get to it yeah. it'll just be the next 20 years do it but they are doing a, a, a spin-off series called yes. alien um I'm, i'll be curious about that and then there's going to be a spin-off standalone film as well they need to do with with this franchise what like they've done with uh i i I guess halloween and there's a few other franchises that kind of negate ghostbusters they need to go back and they either need to completely remove three from canon or do like a proper aliens four there was some talk for a while yeah that it was a <coughs> the guy that did District Nine, Neil Blomkoff. Mm-hmm. I'm sure I'm getting his name wrong. It's that close he, though. That he was going to do the like the actual Alien Three. Yeah, and they were going to bring back which Hicks, was, which is going to be and, with with Hicks and Newt and mm-hmm. and Ripley. But I, I don't think that ever got off the ground because I think it never got off the ground because there wasn't any interest in it. I think there should but, be plenty. I mean, of interest I, mean I think there's it. plenty of interest, but I think at this point, if you're going to do it, I mean, first off, Sigourney Weaver seventy two and. Michael Bands in his late sixties, I believe. Mm-hmm. So you, you better if you're gonna do it, do it soon. I mean, granted, they both look good for their age. Oh ages. yeah, yeah, they, they look do. great. I mean, she looks great for her age. And Michael Bean looks uh, he looks good for being a roughly roughly sixty-ish years old. Let me see where he's at. Sixty-six. Yeah, he looks good though for yeah, being sixty-six. Great, he really does. Yeah, he takes care of himself. Yeah, looks good. Um, uh, to to answer my question that I asked you, mm-hmm. you asked back to me. I think it was. Once Fincher got a hold of Alien Three, he was like, "I'm going to do David Fincher things to it," mm. and he kind of made his own. Fincher's a great director. Yeah, in his own great, right, he is. Yeah, I, I I take absolutely nothing away from David Fincher. He he gave us Seven. I think that's yeah, which I, which I think is one of the one of the best movies. A- absolutely, it's a phenomenal movie. film. It's just we haven't reviewed it yet because I don't really know how to review it. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like with a lot of the Tarantino movies that kind of go off course. Yeah. I'm not really sure how to review. Yeah, it's probably, it's probably why we haven't done a Tarantino movie in, oh, I think, close to a year. Mm, I think Django might have been the last one. Which was a year ago. Django was the first one we did. We've done... Oh, yeah. We've done... Uh, we did we've Django, done... Pulp Fiction, and Jackie Brown. Yeah. So, 
I think Jackie Brown was the last one we did. So Which yeah. I think might have been last year. Might've it could it was either early this year or it was last year. So, right. Right. Um, but yeah, <clears throat> um, I just think that the the people who wind up doing the next Alien movie, or as it come as it's going down, I'm all over the place. Yeah. I had a thought and I lost it. I think it's they don't know what to do when they're doing the movie. They don't know which route to go. Mm-hmm. So they're like, "Well, do I go?" Full horror, like Ridley Scott did. Do I go action, like Cameron did? Well, let's put them together and see what works. So Fincher put them both together, and we got what we got. Um, I don't mind Alien 3. It is an entertaining movie, and it does hit all, it, 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 it does hit the notes. Correct. But Resurrection was a fucking shit storm. Awful, awful. Like, after movie. Resurrection, you really had no choice but to cross over with Predator. Because it was the only way to save Well, that, that was based off those comics, the Dark Horse yeah, comics. Yeah, but I feel like that was also the only way to save that franchise. Yeah. Not Predator. I mean, Predator only had two movies in, so it wasn't like it was a massive franchise. Yeah. But Alien, you were four deep. Yeah. So, and, and Resurrection, it, it was not, awful. Well, not well received. It was awful. It made $161 million off of a $70 million budget. That's not so really a profit That's not a profit. And if I remember correctly, that movie was marketed pretty heavy, too. Yeah. Because that was, what, 97, I believe? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, by 97, I mean... Yeah. Because when did... Movies were kind of Alien 3, I think, was 90? 92. 92, okay. So, so I, feel like it's, I feel like it's... They didn't really know where to go with the franchise. I agree. But they somehow, should've... Resurrection was the best course of action. I guess. I mean, Ripley died at the end of Alien 3. So you basically could have ended her storyline mm-hmm. and then continued on with someone else. You didn't need to bring back Sigourney Weaver. No. Obviously, you did because it's an alien movie and you're like, you know what? Let's get Sigourney Weaver. Yeah, but she was like a super soldier in it. Yeah, it was weird. She wasn't even like... Because re- it, it took... Chronologically, it took place 200 years after Alien 3. Yeah. Yeah. So... It didn't, any, it didn't make any fucking no, sense. No. Stupid. And then obviously Ridley Scott's doing his own thing with the with yeah. the prequels. Now we now we don't know and, and we don't know if if those if there will be a direct tie in to Alien with if if he ever makes the third. Of course, from one of the last was reading we were watching, I was reading a little bit of it. They are planning to do the third movie of that prequel trilogy. So I mean, there there are loose connections from those three into Alien, but it's not like. Not like the the prequel trilogy in Star Wars. You were like, oh, hey, it's Anakin Skywalker. Yeah. Darth Vader. There, that's it. All I right. Got it. Oh, Palpatine. He, he got it. You know, ah, oh, Samsonites right there. Yeah. They're like <laughs> little things. Like I said, in Prometheus and on the planet that they go to, which in Alien, I believe is LV-223. I think it's, I think it's alluded to, or... I think it was retconned in Prometheus to be LV-223, and I think it's alluded to that that is the planet that they eventually go to on... In Covenant. In, uh, in, in Alien. Mm-hmm. But then at the same time, that wouldn't make any sense because didn't they fly the crashed engineer ship away, or did they take another ship? I don't remember. I don't remember if it was the same one that crashed. Remember when it killed, uh, it killed uh, Charlie Theron when it fell on top of her? Right. So I don't, or if um, it was just another crash ship, I don't know. It could have been another crash ship because I think yeah. Covenant, it could, because in Covenant, I believe, like the way that works, that David survived from mm-hmm. that, um, from, from Prometheus, mm-hmm. 
and he <coughs> took out the other synthetic, the one that looked like him. The, yeah. Basically, the other Michael Fassbender, and he took his place. So like, mm-hmm. it was like him and like I think a couple of the other survivors on the ship, and then, but apparently he had like an egg or something with him on the ship. Yeah. So it's possible like, the face hugger probably infected somebody else, but we don't know where that one was going off to. I, I don't. As far honestly, as, I'd as like far, to see I, where it as goes. far as far as we know that ship. As far as I think I know, that ship might have been headed to. LV two two three or whatever mm. it was, so I don't know. I guess we'll see. I, it may I, be. I think we will. I think they'll do it eventually. Yeah. But um, so let, let's 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 round it back and and kind of start to close it down. So uh, your favorite scene? I believe you said it during. during I said the it was it was, uh, it was Brett when he was looking for Jonesy, and he's basically being stalked by the alien. He finds the the shed skin and all that bullshit. I I would say it. I honestly I would probably agree. Mm-hmm. It's either that or it's. Um, right at the end where she went after it's she real you know she she sees the alien on the uh, the uh, I don't want to say escape pod but like the shuttle yeah and then she backs up into where the spacesuits are and then if you notice all the music cuts out and it's just silence of her like looking mm-hmm. I thought that was really good like intensity you know stuff and she like put that. that entire space on while watching the alien the entire fucking yeah time. so. So she didn't take um, her eyes off of it the entire. But I will. I you know what I I I, I probably have to go with with um, like, you know Brett looking for, for Jonesy and his death. It's just it's just a great scene. Well, beautifully. Well, I don't want to say beautifully shot because it's a horror movie, but it's like amazingly shot. Mm-hmm. There's no music. It's it's just it's it's fantastic. It's it's everything. pure suspense. Yeah. yeah, you have the least favorite scene. I don't think so. I don't, I don't think there's any waste of motion. I don't. Uh, I'm going. I'm I'm going full ten out of ten. As am I. Because it's, yeah, I mean, this is kind of a tent pole for it is a lot of movies that are yeah. like that. I mean, I, I'm definitely one of the people. I think it's one of the greatest horror movies of all time, and I think it's one of the greatest movies ever made. I mean, it's 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 a blueprint, not the blueprint, like yeah. how like how Zack Snyder is the blueprint, correct? But it's a blueprint if you're gonna do a horror movie with a creature and you're in close quarters. Like this is the movie you watch to get your inspirations. To figure out where you're going to go, how you're going to shoot, mm-hmm. are you going to keep, are you going to stick to the shadows, are you going to make it, you know, uh, is it going to be brightly lit, is it going to be first person, mm-hmm. like, these are things that you're going to kind of look at when you're doing your horror movie. And give it 79, so it was before, um, before Friday the 13th, before Nightmare on Elm Street, I mean, Halloween was already out at this point, mm-hmm. so you can kind of see where he pulled maybe a little bit of inspiration from Alien, or, or from Halloween as well, doing this, with how... Michael even a little bit of Jaws too. Like Michael sticks to the shadows. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly, same yeah. thing. So it's, I think it's. I mean, it, as horror movies go, it's ten out of ten. As movies go in general, it's a ten out of ten. Absolutely, absolutely. It's one of the one of the one of the best films ever made. I agree. I think, I think hands down. It's not <laughs> in my personal top ten. No, it's not in mine either. But if but... I'm but if I'm doing a list of movies that I that I think Hollywood would have as like temples of some of the best movies mm. ever made. I, th- I think it's in the top 10. All I would probably say it's probably in my top 25 for sure. Mm. Um, I should really do like my top 10 favorite horror movies. I don't think didn't, I've ever done that. Didn't we do a list of that? Didn't we do a top 10 list of that? No, we did a top 13 worst horror sequels or something like that. Mm. We did. Mm-hmm. We did. Well, we can always do this someday. Uh-huh. I see what you do there. Mm-hmm. So, um, but hey, everybody, that was, that was Alien, mm-hmm. and uh, great, fantastic movie, and, um, <clears throat> you know, 
Hope you. Uh, I'm actually. I think I'm just gonna post this now. I'm, why? Why? Why wait till tomorrow? Yeah, why wait? Yeah. So uh, I, we're recording this on Sunday the 25th. So uh, together, uh, mm-hmm. you know, we're. In case we're, you couldn't tell, because there was no break. Yeah, we're in the same room together. <laughs> but uh, and I didn't. Um, and I didn't drop out. Yeah. Um, now when I don't talk, it's just because my dumb speech mm-hmm, won't let me. Mm-hmm, dummy. Um, but hey, uh, thanks for listening, and uh, we'll see you in a few days for part three. Not gonna tell you what it is I because uh, we're go we're going hints again. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna go hints. Um, but that being said, everybody, thank you for listening. See you Wednesday, Thursday ish for part four or part three. I'm sorry. You see when we fucking feel like yeah, somewhere around like there. That. And uh, I've been Dean Holtzapfel. I'm still George Rogers, and we'll see you in the horrorverse.